Morning guys, Josh here, Solopreneur Grind, and I gotta say, one of the secondary per benefits of recording the SG Daily on YouTube is when I see my hair in the video, I get a sense of when it's time to get a haircut. And we are approaching that time, it's the SG Daily, episode number 83, thanks for tuning in. Hope your week has gone well, uh, things are going pretty well on my end in terms of business. I'm actually going to spend less time on this episode talking about business because it was a really exciting week for the Solopreneur Grind community and that is because this week, yesterday to be exact, episode 50 of the Solopreneur Grind podcast went live, which is pretty cool. And I wanted to give you the three key takeaways that I've learned from interviewing uh, 50 successful solopreneurs. Uh, if you listen to the episode, I'll put the link in the description below. I, I decided not to have any guests on episode 50. Instead, what I did is I took the time alone to kind of reflect on when I started the podcast, why I started it, how I started it. So if you are interested in starting your own, I talk in some detail on how I started and to be honest, how easy it was to get started. Uh, it does take some time, obviously, and, and a little bit of commitment, but it's really not that difficult, especially probably not as difficult as you might think to start your own podcast. Then what I did is I went into some lessons that I've learned, because what happens is once you start, it's a lot of fun. You have the excitement, you know, you start getting some better guests and things like that. And then I noticed that after around episode 15 to 20, I really started to notice patterns, right? Because you're talking to all these successful solopreneurs, and after you speak with X amount of them, you, you, these, these patterns start to emerge, right? Similar types of messages become, you know, are said over and over again, or certain themes you start picking on from their successes or their, their troubles, or even just certain answers and vocabulary, <clears throat> excuse me, start to become repetitive. And... I noticed that, and, and when you notice things like that and you're a content creator, it's important to you know, reflect on those. And so what I wanted to do is share with you guys the top three lessons I've learned from 50 episodes interviewing successful solopreneurs. Hopefully you'll have some takeaways, and I also recommend listening to the whole podcast episode. I'm a little biased, but I think it was a pretty good episode, pretty exciting. But anyways, let's get into the top three lessons that I've learned. So number one, and this this is one that stood out the most. I, I don't want to say these are in order of importance, but number one is probably the most standout key takeaway I've taken from talking to successful solopreneurs, and that is really two things. Number one, it's typically a hard journey, and number two, it typically requires, well, not typically, it requires a lot of really hard work and taking a lot of action. And why I say that is because especially as a solopreneur, there's nobody else to rely on at the beginning, right? So unless maybe you start with a small team, but then you might be considered an entrepreneur if you're, if you're working in a company or if you're starting with a partner, there's someone else to rely on, right? Or there's someone else that can you can motivate each other and things like that. When you're starting out as a solopreneur, whether it be a coach or you're starting a blog or a YouTube channel or you're an athlete, I mean, there's so many different types of solopreneurs I've had on the show. Getting started takes a lot of time 
and it's difficult, right? It's the, it's the, probably the hardest part is getting that initial momentum, especially if you're pivoting or you're going from nine to five to full time, right? How do you get those first few clients? How do you keep them coming through the door? And quite frankly, there's no way around just putting in a lot of work, right? Maybe it's uh, designing your marketing plan, sales efforts, getting a website up and running, even figuring out what your first product or service is going to be. Right? There's kind of no getting around the fact that unless you start doing it and, and setting it up and putting in the time and taking the action, nobody's going to do it for you right? Cause, because it's a solopreneur business, you're, you're by yourself. Quick appearance by the JMUG if you're watching on YouTube. <clears throat> so number one, there's no real way around it. Like I said, especially as a solopreneur, it is difficult and you're going to have to put in the time. <clears throat> number two is everybody that was successful really took some time to pay attention to the market. And what I mean by this is, or another way of putting it is they did some due diligence, (coughs) excuse me, and then they focused on creating value around that, right? So a really popular saying these days is follow your passion, right? Follow your passion. And I think it's good up to a certain point, right? So you can use your passion to guide where you're going to start or what direction you're going to go in. So let's say you're really passionate about helping people in business, right? That's great. And and it probably means you want to do something around coaching or creating e-products, e-books, courses, masterminds, stuff like that. But you need to get a lot more granular than that, right? You can't just follow your passion. You also need to do some work to follow the market, Right. So with that in mind, okay, I think I want to be some type of business coach, then go to the market, do research and figure out specifically exactly where to go from there. Right. So number one, you shouldn't just be a business coach. That's way too broad. And I talk about niching down in previous vlogs and and blogs and stuff like that. Uh, Just Google solopreneur grind niche and you'll find some good content there. But it needs to be a combination of, of passion slash interest, you know, slash something you'll be motivated to stick to and something that people will be willing to pay you for, right? And the only way to do that is to do some research, talk to people, figure out what their problems are, figure out what needs people have that aren't being met, and then try to fill them. And so the second piece to that is make sure to go create value, right? You can want and think and feel like doing as much as you want. If you then don't go and create value to those people, uh, for those people, then they might not want to give you their money, right? So the second key lesson is to uh, figure out what the market needs and wants that fits in with your passion and create value for them, right? So that could be through free content. It could be uh, free calls. It could be just going to conferences or meetups and, and giving people free advice, starting those conversations, and then business will come from there. Now, the third key takeaway is that most of the successful solopreneurs were leaning on the side of taking action quickly, right? So if you think of the spectrum as like slow and fast, more often than not, they were people who took action sooner rather than later, right? So if you think about the first two steps, number one is take action and, and put in the time and the work, right? So it it will take a lot of time. It will be difficult. Number two is figure out what the market needs and create value. Number three is with all of that in mind, 
start doing it tomorrow, right? Don't wait. Do a little bit of that research, uh, but take action as soon as possible, right? So it is a fine line, right? I know it might sound a little contradictory to number two, which is figure out what the market wants, but take time to figure out what the market wants, but don't take six months to figure out what the market wants, right? Start testing. Once you get enough information, go try it out, create some value and see what happens. And a lot of the, the successful solopreneurs on the show, they didn't wait around too long, right? They, they defaulted to taking action and getting stuff done which is super important. You can think and plan and wish for a long time. If you don't take any action on it, nothing's going to happen. So anyways, quickly to summarize the three key takeaways from the first 50 episodes of the SG podcast. Number one, it's going to be a tough journey and it's going to take a lot of work. So make sure that you're willing to do that and that's right for you. And if it's not, that's okay, right? Not everyone has to start their own solopreneur business. Number two, focus on the market and create value around that. So find out what people actually need, actually want, and are willing to pay for. And then number three, uh, when in doubt, just take action quicker, right? So once you figure out one and two, start doing it right away, right? Whether that is a little bit of market research, creating value, getting out there, going to events, talking to people, you never know what can happen. And once you get that momentum going and you're talking to people, it's kind of like this weird like energy starts flowing within you and just around your network, right? People now know what you're thinking about, what you're doing. They mention it to other people and you never know what could come of it. So anyways, this daily a little bit longer than normal. I'm going to link to special episode 50 of the SG podcast. I think it's a pretty good one. Hopefully you do too. And I appreciate you listening to the, whether you're listening to this SG Daily on the podcast or watching it on YouTube, it would be awesome if you could subscribe. If you're on YouTube, if you like the video, it really helps. And if you want to be notified when all this stuff comes out, join the email list. The link to that will be in the description, whether you're listening on the podcast, whether you're watching on YouTube, there will be a link in the description below. The support really helps and any feedback on what type of content you want to hear more of also helps me as well. Have a great weekend. I'll speak to you next week.